0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: 21 years after the passage of the Klinger Cohen Act, agencies and auditors are still debating whether chief information officers should report to the agency secretaries or deputy secretaries. Now, even though presidents have issued executive orders and OMB has issued policies, that question of the reporting structure. Well, it's got to come back to outcomes and not process. In his weekly reporter's notebook, executive editor Jason Miller covers why this debate has reemerged and how the government can finally put it to rest. Jason, you and I were both around when the Klinger-Cohen bill became the law, and so golly... Why is this debate happening now?
2: You'd think after all these years, Tom, we would have come to a conclusion that, yes, it is in the klinger cohen Act. And, in fact, it is. And I have to go to Mark Foreman, the former administrator for e-government IT in the Office of Management and Budget, and who helped write the klinger cohen Act to say, okay, where is it in the bill? And it's right there in the Paperwork Reduction Act. Tom, that's uh, 44 U.S.C. 3506 A2A. Anyways, if you're keeping score at home, that's where you can find it. We'll have a link to it on federalnewsnetwork.com. But it's right there in black and white, yet here we are, 21 years later, and we are still debating whether or not the CIO should report or could report or must report to the secretary or deputy secretary. And the reason why this has come up again, yet and still, is a really interesting Labor Department Inspector General report that just came out over the last couple of weeks that that the IG found the labor's IT governance structure, and this is a quote, does not appropriate line authority and responsibility. They call it ambiguous ad hoc and reliant on personnel to fulfill their duties without codified policies or procedures. I mean, it sounds like a pretty damning report from the IG when it comes to how the Labor Department is set up.
1: And the Labor Department's response?
2: That made this even more fascinating because, Tom, and you and I have been doing this long enough to know that you rarely see a pushback against an IG report. I think a lot of people see it as you just take your beating and you move on because you, you know it's just part of the deal. But Nikki McKinney, who's the assistant deputy secretary of labor, wrote back and said there are several flaws with the IG's report, several flaws of the way they did their research, specifically that focus on process and not outcomes. She also wrote that there's a lack of understanding about labor's leadership functions where one on one meetings don't necessarily always result in major changes. She actually compared the, the IG's findings to saying the CIO must be the quarterback and the receiver where they throw the ball and they catch it instead of understanding that the CIO is, has to be empowered by the the leadership to implement its their their, their that, that person's vision. So this back and forth is unusual and fascinating that you don't really see it too very often when it comes to IG
1: reports. And you, Jason, then did some digging to find out that perhaps labor is maybe a little bit different than the other agencies for the CIO and who it reports to.
2: Tom, that's why I thought this was so fascinating about this report because Yes, the law says it. We've been talking about it. You go back to GAO reports to 2004, the FATARA, the Federal IT Equestrian Reform Act, uh, the, that scorecard gives you a plus one or minus one if you don't report directly to the secretary or deputy secretary so we've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and then all of a sudden here's an example so i spoke with several former and current government officials who are familiar with the labor department they understand how it works how it's set up uh you know these folks are are, are not you know kind of just run, run of the mill folks and, and a couple things that came out number one They admitted that this has been a sticking point between the IG and the Labor Department leadership for decades, whether it's a Democrat or Republican in the White House appointed by those officials. they, They don't seem to see eye to eye. But secondly, and this is really what's most important, is the current approach is working. So they're opinion is, if the current model is, is, isn't broken, what are we trying to fix? And I think you see that. The current CIO, Gundeep Alawalia, is doing an excellent job, and, and Nikki McKinney, who is the, again, goes responds to the IG report, points out all the changes that Gundeep and, and Labor more, more broadly has been making over the last three, four, five years to really fix the, 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 the IT governance to fix IT delivery, which is really what the CIO is is supposed to be focused on doing.
1: So essentially they have gone the results route more than the process route
2: right there's this belief and i think this is what current and former officials have told me that they are meeting the spirit and the intent of clinger cohen they just don't have that solid line and i've been told that that the cio can talk to the secretary whenever they want it's not a matter of having to make an appointment and get permission from the assistant secretary for for administration and management who the cio does have a direct line to. but at the same time tom the CIO doesn't need to bring everything to the secretary's level either. I mean, there's a lot of everyday what they call blocking and tackling that the CIO just doesn't need help from the secretary to do or the deputy secretary. They need help from the person who oversees the CFO, the acquisition side, the chief human capital uh, side of it. And I think that's why they believe labor's current setup is working because of that relationship. Yes, there is access when you need it, but you don't need it for everything.
1: All right. And of course, technology is changing and the CIO in reality has changed a lot from being the computer guy to being much more of a strategic person in these last 20 years. It's probably time to relook at what makes CIOs successful in the first place.
2: And I think that's what I heard from people like Mark Foreman. I also reached out to Suzette Kent, the former federal chief information officer under the Trump administration, and both said very similar things. Suzette talked about, yes, it's important to have that direct line of authority, but when it comes down to it, today, successful CIOs who are outcome-focused, right, getting the the services to the citizens, getting the capabilities needed to the mission areas, it's really all about this idea of who the CIO is working with. Are they working with... The CFO, or are they working with other leadership in the agency? Because that's what gets things done. The CIO on their own island, even if they report to the secretary, can't necessarily say, make it so mission critical, you know, X. And they could just ignore the CIO, even if the secretary tells them to do something. And in fact, Mark Foreman says to me, the, the whole goal of Klinger Cone was really to hold the agency – secretary or the agency head accountable to support the CIO. And what he says has is, is kind of gotten muddled through all of this is Congress never calls the agency head and asks them, why aren't they supporting the CIO? They call the CIO and say, why don't you have the authority? And when, in, when in, in reality, Tom, it goes back to the CIO giving the CIO, the, it goes back to the secretary, giving the CIO the authority. And it doesn't just have to be on a direct line of report. It's, it's the policies and the procedures and the requirements to say the CIO is in charge this way. And I think that's what has been missing. And I think maybe we go back and that's why we need to say, okay, 21 years ago, this was the case. What is it today? And what does the CIO role look like today versus what it looked like 20 years ago?
1: And if you're a new CIO, call Jason Miller maybe and get some advice because he's talked to them all. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much.
3: Always a pleasure,
2: Tom.
1: Be sure to check out his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com.